Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, February 25th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. The FDA says another COVID vaccine is good to go, as they say. Studies show a quarter of Americans are approaching their credit card limit. Trust in the media hits an all-time low. Minneapolis braces for the first trial in the killing of George Floyd. Tourists rank the best beaches in the USA. Also ahead, what is the best thing President Biden has done so far? But first, the Food and Drug Administration giving the green light to the third COVID vaccine, this one from Johnson & Johnson. The latest vax requires just one injection and is about 70% effective. The other two vaccines, Pfizer and Moderna, are 90% effective but require two doses. The pandemic hammering Americans financially. More than 91 million people say they live with the fear of maxing out credit cards. According to WalletHub, 28% of American adults are less than $100 away from the limit. The average family owes $8,000 in credit card debt. The number of Americans saying they trust traditional media dropping to record lows. The poll published by Axios shows 56% of Americans say journalists routinely report false stories or mislead their audience. Six in 10 believe news organizations are more concerned with profit or political ideology than informing the public. And that is certainly true. Corporate media has destroyed journalism in America, in my opinion. The Minnesota National Guard heading to Minneapolis as the city prepares for the trial of Derek Chauvin, the former police officer who faces second-degree murder charges in George Floyd's death. Jury selection begins in March. The killing, of course, sparked violent protests in cities all across the country. A recent report from TripAdvisor rates the country's top 25 beaches, and boy, do we need that now. Most can be found in Hawaii, California, Florida, obviously. The best stretch of sand goes to St. Petersburg Beach in the Sunshine State, known as St. Pete Beach. Other popular spots, Waikiki in Honolulu and Kenny Bunkport, Maine, for those willing to brave slightly colder waters. In a moment, Joe Biden's accomplishments so far. Are there any? Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, 
or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. President Biden has now been in office for 36 days. And last night at supper, my 17-year-old son, who's kind of tuned in to what's happening in the country, asked me a very simple question. Hey, Dad, what's the best thing President Biden has done so far? Um, uh, well, I was not prepared with an answer. Now, I'm not being a wise guy, just analytical. President Biden is now allowing tens of thousands of migrants to apply for political asylum. And they are released into the USA at taxpayers' expense after they apply. About 85% of political asylum requests are denied. Denied. But the court hearings could be as long as five years away. So what Mr. Biden has done is said to the whole world, hey, come on in to the USA and you can wait for years here while we get to your political asylum case, which probably is going to send you back to your country. Um, is this a good policy? I don't think so. Mr. Biden is also limiting the fossil fuel industry over climate change. Is that good? Well, my town, the price of a gallon of gasoline is up 50 cents in 36 days. Most likely, it will be up a dollar a gallon come June. And then there's China, which is actually mocking America because Texas could not provide power during the recent cold snap. And then there's Iran, which is saying F you to the United States and the world by rejecting inspectors for their nuclear facilities. So my son's question is kind of complicated. What's the best thing Joe Biden has done? Well, here's the answer in my opinion. He's calmed things down. No tweeting, there's no constant back and forth. There's none of that. And, and I think we needed that. Now, let's look ahead to Donald Trump's speech at CPAC in Florida on Sunday. I hope Mr. Trump does not go back to the presidential election. We all know he feels that it was fraudulent. What I'd like to see is Donald Trump look ahead and define the country in terms of what he would like to see done in the next year or two. So if Donald Trump begins to lay another foundation of improving the lives of Americans, then I think he will gain traction if the economy goes south and if Mr. Biden is not effective in solving any problems. I think this border thing is going to hurt Joe Biden, big time. So I'd like to see a little vision from Donald Trump on Sunday. Will that happen? No one knows. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. Disagree? I'd like to hear from you. Bill at BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 57 years ago today, 22-year-old Cassius Clay stunned the world by dethroning heavyweight boxing champion Sonny Liston. The loquacious Clay would become the greatest boxer of all time and one of the most controversial athletes ever as well. But did he win that first championship fairly way back in 1964? The answer to that question is no, and I write about it extensively in my upcoming book, Killing the Mob. Cassius Clay was born outside of Louisville, Kentucky in 1942. By the age of 18, he had 100 wins on the amateur boxing circuit. By 1960, he had won the Golden Globes title and a gold medal at the Olympics in Rome. Clay then turned professional after the Summer Games and went undefeated in his first 19 bouts. On February 25, 1964, a crowd of 9,000 spectators gathered at the Convention Hall Arena in Miami Beach to watch the young boxer take on the champion, Sonny Liston, a fierce fighter, also an ex-convict. Gamblers in Vegas had the odds of Liston winning at 10 to 1. Sonny apparently injured his shoulder early in the fight. So he decided to call it quits between the 6th and 7th round. He did not answer the bell, as they say. Years later, it was revealed the fight was fixed. Documents from the FBI show the agency believed organized crime rigged the event to make a fortune betting in Vegas. Sonny Liston allegedly met with known mobsters leading up to the fight. The scheme reportedly earned the mob upwards of $2 million by betting against Liston. And here's something else you might not know. After defeating Sonny Liston, Cassius Clay celebrated winning the heavyweight title by throwing a lavish party at his Miami hotel. In attendance that evening, Malcolm X. Two days later, Clay announced he was joining the Nation of Islam. Months after that, he rejected his family name, saying it was originally given to him by former slave owners. Clay then announced his new name, Muhammad Ali. By the way, Sonny Liston was found dead years later from a heroin overdose. Many believe he was murdered by the mob. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.